Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk broadcasting on SoundCloud. Tune and Spreaker and available for download on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We have had a lot of new segments coming at you lately. And guess what? We are doing another one today. And what is it? It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. That is right. We are doing a new segment. It is called Bold Strategy. That's a bold strategy. Hey, you know, this one we're going to look at scenarios, which might seem a little out there, but when you really think about it, maybe they're not as crazy as you think. So today, for anyone who's listened to the podcast before knows, I am a huge NFL draft nerd. I follow the process throughout the entire year. I follow all the prospects, do my own power rankings, and even do my own mock drafts, which will be coming out in the coming months. I prefer to wait until all the all the teams are done playing, and then we have a better idea. And I really start getting into it by the combine because then I think we start getting a better picture uh, by the time we get to the combine of what teams are looking at. And also with free agency. Free agency has a huge impact on the draft because uh, for some of these top teams, I think you could see a lot of the players going to those prospective teams just because they're great talents. But especially once we get into later in the first round, those needs will change space off of free agency. But we're staying with the NFL draft today. And one of the most interesting topics is – the number one pick to me. Now, a lot of people in the media noticed something that Arizona Cardinals, who I remind you had the first overall pick in the coming draft, Cliff Kingsbury told reporters this year when he was at Tech. When regards to Kyler Murray, he'd said, I'd take him with the first pick in the draft if I could. I know he signed to play baseball, but he's a dominant football player. I would take him with the first pick. And everyone's in the media kind of saying, well, you know, he's got that chance now. He could take Kyler Murray. And people are saying, well, wait a minute. He's got Josh Rosen. He would never take a quarterback number one. They think they're just going to get Nick Bosa, move on, or trade that pick. But it's bold strategy time. Is it ridiculous to take a quarterback number one? And I know they took a quarterback last year and they traded up. But they didn't give up the draft capital that the New York Jets did to get Sam Darnold. And I wanted to throw this out there. To be successful, you have to have people around you that make you better. You look at the best organizations, you look at the best teams, you look at the best companies, usually they succeed because they have they work together well. They've built a team that communicates well and works effectively together. In the NFL, it's all about, and I know I sound like I'm being the dead horse here, but I'll say it again, it's all about the quarterback. And what did this offseason show us? It's about finding the coach that gets along best with that quarterback. Now, I think initially the idea was, well, Cliff Kingsbury, he's going to help Josh Rosen develop. But the more I was thinking about this, Cliff Kingsbury has a unique opportunity that many first-time head coaches don't. He's going to have the number one pick in the draft and a choice of quarterback should he choose. A lot of these coaches, when we see them come in, it's usually with a turnover in the quarterback position. Some of these guys might come in to try to help boost a quarterback, but a lot of the times they come into a fluid quarterback situation. They get the opportunity to work with the general manager to draft a quarterback. So I was thinking about this, and I was starting to debate. If you feel Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins, because I don't think we should rule him out either, if you feel, if you're Cliff Kingsbury... And if you feel they are better long-term for you, or even in the short term, you draft them. Or you convince the front office to draft them. 
Because as an NFL head coach, you only get so many opportunities. And there was a lot of eyebrows raised when Cliff Kingsbury was hired, saying, well, wait a minute, this guy was a sub-500 coach in the Big 12, and now he's getting an NFL head coaching job? And I get that you want to have Josh Rosen develop. I get that. But if I was to say this, I'm going to ask you, the viewers, to really think about this. When I say a rookie quarterback, you're usually able to get grasp something that they did very well. Like when I say Baker Mayfield, you think of a couple of those big throws down the field. But the first thing that pops into your mind probably was when he led that comeback win in his first star of the New York Jets. Am I correct? Okay. When I say Sam Darnold, you think of the multi-touchdown multi performances he had against the Colts, against the Texans, and you saw some good flashes from him that he could play in this league. Now, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, I lump it a little bit into a category because we've seen athletically, I haven't been as impressed with the throwing uh, from either quarterback, but both have shown the athleticism to be a dynamic playmaker in the NFL. And then I get to Josh Rosen. And when I say Josh Rosen, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? It's not a great play he made. It's that game against the Denver Broncos when he had multiple interceptions and turnovers. I want. I looked into this, and Josh Rosen didn't have a great rookie year. And look, he's a rookie. He's a baby. I understand that. 11 touchdowns, 14 picks. And the more concerning thing to me was when I looked at the numbers even closer – he only had two multi-touchdown games. One was against Oakland and one was against San Francisco. Not exactly the best defenders in the world. One of the biggest knocks I had on Josh Rosen coming out of college was his durability. And he was banged up this year as well. To be fair, a lot of the rookie quarterbacks we had had missed time because of injury. But that was a big concern I had about Rosen was would he be healthy? And when I looked at this incoming draft class... If you remember what I was saying last year, I really did feel that the two quarterbacks that would hit the ground and running the best would be Baker and Josh Rosen. Why? Because they had more starting experience and they were older and I thought more mature and could make that transition easier. I said out of the gate, I think they will be better than Sam Darnold. I did feel Sam Darnold had the higher ceiling of these quarterbacks. I said Lamar Jackson has a high ceiling, but he's going to need time to develop, although he looked very good down the stretch for the Ravens. And then even Josh Allen. I said, look, he's going to need to develop. I'm worried about his durability. And I do think, though, if you can develop him, he could be a good quarterback. So with Josh Rosen, I understand Arizona's not a great team and they have a terrible offensive line. But he also had David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. He did have some weapons around him, and he struggled. Now for Cliff Kingsbury... I think this is going to be his one opportunity in the NFL. Could there be a chance he gets an offensive coordinator position if this doesn't work or a head coach in college football? Absolutely. But it's very hard to get a second head coaching job in the NFL, especially when you raised a lot of eyebrows when you were first hired. So when I'm looking at Cliff Kingsbury, he has to make this decision. And Cardinals fans in the front office has to make this decision because I want you to really think about this. In this division, you can make the case that this top to bottom right now is the best quarterback division in the entire league. I want you to think about what you're going to have to face the next three to four years because you look really, they give a lot of these coaches a three, four year window to see if it's working. So over the next three or four seasons, you're going to have to face Russell Wilson, who's in his prime with Pete Carroll, who've been working together. 
And it looks like they've rebooted that in Seattle. I was one of those people that said, look, I'm not sure if this is going to work long term, but they've gotten a lot of the older players out, the players that had big contracts out the door, and they have a good young nucleus moving forward. And Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks in this league, and I don't think he gets the props he deserves, but he's in his prime and will be for the next couple of seasons. Then you head down to the Rams, who are in the NFC Championship game, and oh, by the way, have a young quarterback and who many people consider the best offensive mind in the game was Sean McVay. They're not going anywhere. And then further down the coast, you have San Francisco with Shanahan, who's a great offensive mind. Got a lot out of Nick Mullins, who's a quarterback no one had heard about before this year. And Jimmy Garoppolo will be back next season. And they have the number two pick. And they have a good young nucleus of talent, thanks to John Lynch, who's been doing a great job as their general manager. If you are Cliff Kingsbury and you have any doubt, then the next three years, Josh Rosen can't go toe-to-toe with those guys. And you feel Kyler Murray or... Dwayne Haskins is better suited to go toe-to-toe with these quarterbacks in this division. You have to convince the front office to make that decision. And say, look, I understand you drafted Josh Rosen, but I know I can get more out of Kyler Murray. I know I can get more out of Dwayne Haskins. Now, do I think Kyler Murray can be successful in the NFL? Yes. Do I think he will be limited because of his size? Yes. But do I think he could be a starting quarterback? Not an elite quarterback, not a top 10 quarterback, but a starting quarterback in this league, yes. But if depending on what offense Cliff Kingsbury wants to run, he's going to have to make that decision and say, look, guys, I love Rosen. He's a good kid. I think I could develop him. But if you want to get the most out of me, and if I'm going to get the most out of this organization, I need a young quarterback. And I like Haskins better, or I like Murray better. Because let's face it, Arizona, they're in a rebuild mode. Their best player is Larry Fitzgerald. And I love Larry Fitzgerald. He's one of the best receivers that's ever played this game. But he is clearly on the back end of his career. David Johnson is an elite running back. But he had a down year. I mean, those are the two best players I can think about on those offense. And here's the other thing. If you're not sold with Rosen... He still has a lot of value because he has played a full season in the NFL. He's not a baby like some of these rookies. And this is a draft class, which really, after Haskins, is not a great quarterback class. I feel Daniel Jones from Duke will be the number two quarterback ranked in this draft when it's all said and done. But I think when you look at it compared to last year's class, there's no question last year's class was a more bona fide class heading into the draft. And I do think you look at this situation, if you were to put Rosen on the block, you would get a lot of picks for him. Because I do believe that Miami would want him. Because Miami, I think, is ready to move on. They're already reporting they're looking ahead to the 2020 draft. But you also have to understand, too, that you don't know where you're going to fall in that draft. If you went to Miami and said, look, we're looking to move off of Rosen. We want your first-round pick this year, your first round pick next year, and a couple additional picks, I think Miami would do it. And here's the other thing you have to think about Arizona. You have to rebuild. And I know Nick Bosa is a great defensive player, and he would be a great building block for this defense, but it all starts with the quarterback. 
And if you feel Haskins or Murray's your best bet for the next five years or he's the better long-term guy for your project, if you're Cliff Kingsbury and you can convince the front office, you do it. You do it. Because you only get one shot to do this in the NFL. It's very hard to get that second opportunity. And this is a guy who wouldn't, let's be honest, was hired a lot of eyebrows were racing. Wait a minute, he got a head coaching job? I, I, I know he's a smart offensive guy, but he couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech? I mean, really? So all I'm saying is people are saying, oh, there's no way that Arizona's going to take a quarterback number one. There's, there's no way. All I'm saying is this. It's not that it's a bold strategy, but it could pay off. And here's the two biggest reasons. Number one, if you don't feel you can get the most out of Rosen and you get the most out of these other quarterbacks that are in this draft, you go with those guys. And number two, and most importantly, you have to project in the next three or four years, can Rosen, Murray, or Dwayne Haskins, which one's better suited to compete in the NFC West? Because you look at those quarterbacks, they're not going anywhere. For the next minimum five years, probably longer, I want to remind you of Jared Goff, who was an MVP candidate this year, who's still young. Jimmy Garoppolo, who was injured, but when he's been healthy, has looked great in San Francisco and in that scheme. And oh, by the way, Russell Wilson, with a rebooted roster in Seattle, with some great offensive weapons on the outside, and oh, by the way, he has a Super Bowl ring. If you're Arizona, you have to find the quarterback. And if you feel it's a guy in this draft, you take him and you deal Rosen to get capital. Because the other thing, too, is you need draft capital. You have a lot of holes. You are rebuilding. The Rams roster is ready to win now. Seattle's roster is entering a window where they're ready to win now. And San Francisco, if they're not ready to win next year, it's going to be very soon because they have a lot of great young defensive talent on that roster and they're going to have their quarterback next year. And when I look at Arizona's roster, when I when I look at those rosters, I say, man, I see great players on both sides of the ball on every team. And then I get to Arizona, it's a lot of, well, Patrick Pearson's a good corner, but he's past his prime. And Larry Fitzgerald's one of the greatest receivers ever, but he's past his prime. It's a big transition period for Arizona, and I think they're going to give Kingsbury not the one year that they gave Wilkes, but... If he feels that Kyler Murray, and I know he said this, and it's going to be out there, especially as we get close to the draft, but if he feels Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins or even another quarterback in this draft is better long-term, he has to sell it because you have to be able to get it done. And don't forget, he's not married to Rosen. He might have come in saying, I could get the most out of Rosen, but then when he gets there, he could say, you know what? Rosen's a good kid. He'll be a good quarterback in this league. But in order to compete in this division, I need Murray or I need Haskins or I need someone else. Because I don't think Rosen in three or four years is going to be able to compete with these guys. Because we'll have with him maybe the fourth best quarterback in that division. And I like Rosen a lot. I think he has the best ball coming out of college when he came out. I thought he threw the ball incredibly well. And to me, he was a ready-made prospect. But I do worry about his durability because he had a lot of injuries in college and he had it again this year. I mean, when I look at a lot of these quarterbacks, even Baker, Baker's short, but he is he's built. He's thick. I look at Darnold. He's thick. I look at Allen. He's thick. Jackson is a little thinner for what I would want as a quarterback, but he's built better than Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Rosen. Sorry about that. 
So I know it's a bold idea. And people are like, oh, that's a crazy idea. Why would they take a quarterback number one? It's all about getting that quarterback right. And if you feel the right choices in this draft, you take it. And keep in mind, if you find that guy in this draft, you could be set for the next decade. And more importantly, if you hit on that guy, you can trade Rosen and you could still get a lot of picks for him. Because a lot of teams, especially this year, who need a quarterback are going to be desperate. And if you take one of the prized quarterbacks off the board, there's going to be a bigger demand and less of a supply. So keep that in mind, because Rosen, Miami, I think, would be a team that would love Rosen. They're in a division now where they still have Tom Brady, and now the Bills and the Jets look like they have their quarterback for the next 10 years, and the Dolphins don't. This could be a great opportunity to not only get the right quarterback potentially in Arizona, but also get the pieces to rebuild this roster, which is aging and not in contention in a division where you're looking at the next five years facing three not only elite quarterbacks, but three rosters that are loaded with talent and have great head coaches. It's going to be an uphill battle in Arizona, but you have to make sure the quarterback is right. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I want to get you guys involved. Is there a bold strategy out there that you're thinking of saying, hey, this is a scenario I think this team or organization should go with? I know it sounds crazy. It's a little out there. But in my heart of hearts, I believe it's the right decision. I'd love to hear your opinions. Please email me, richsportstalk at gmail.com. That's richsportstalk at gmail.com. You can also reach out to the podcast at the handle at richsportstalk on Twitter. That's going to do it for this episode. More of these coming out. We're going to have a lot more of these, a lot more Where Are They Nows. We're going to do a lot of great content, so make sure you stick around to see what we have. We had the new It Sucks to Be. We did Philip Rivers this week. We're going to have a lot of new content. We're really expanding. We're trying to get as much good content as we can on this podcast and making sure to give you unique takes on sports because I want to give you a unique atmosphere and a unique set of stories that you may not have been thinking of. And this is one reason, especially I'm doing the bold strategy because, you know, it might be out of the box thinking, but when you really start to think about it, it's not that bad of an idea. And I think Arizona, and especially with the draft, there's going to be a lot of these. So make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content, but that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm Nolan Rich, and as always, this is Rich Sports Talk.